0: Lock Talk radio
1: welcome. You're listening to perfectly healthy and tone radio with your host Darren Batman McDuck and now. Hey, 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 what's cracking and welcome back to another episode of Perfectly Healthy and Tone Radio brought to you by I'mTheFatMan.com. Exciting show today, a little bit early. Normally we do the show at 8 o'clock, but today I had to get this gentleman on, so um, had to schedule him at at 6 o'clock, but um, it's all good. Uh, getting ready to uh, talk to Hal Elrod about the Miracle Morning. But before we do, as always, connect with me on social media, on Facebook, on facebook.com slash I'm the fat man. And then on Twitter, I'm the fat underscore man. And I'm also on Pinterest under my surname, which is Darren McDuffie. So connect with me on all of those uh, platforms and mediums, and uh, we'll get the information out to you with regards to the show and what else is going on? Well, well, NCAA championship tonight. As you know, I'm a big basketball fan out there. Uh, many people don't know that I'm 6'7 and, and played basketball, so I'm a big basketball fan. Duke is not my team, nor Wisconsin, but um, I'm just looking forward to a good game tonight. Kentucky actually went down, and I had them to win it all. So needless to say, my brackets were um, were put to shame, so to speak. So, uh, But anyway, tonight, great show. This gentleman inspired me to wake up at five o'clock in the morning and start meditating. I um, was actually meditating, but I would do it you know, probably at night or any time during the day when I would have a chance. But now I'm getting up at five o'clock in the morning and doing a lot of meditating, a lot of just stuff to get my mindset correct so I can start moving forward with some of the things that I want to do in my life um, when it comes to health and nutrition. So again, we're discussing the miracle morning with Hal Elrod. And let me see if Hal is there. Let's do this darren. Hey Hal Wow, welcome to perfectly health and ra- tone radio. There's a delay there man so uh,
0: no no worries, man. thanks for having me on. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thanks for coming on. I know we tried to connect um, a couple months ago, and you're a busy, busy guy. So I'm I'm just glad and thrilled that I could get you on. Um, I know that I only have you for 30 minutes. So let's go ahead. And um, your story, I read the book, your story is, is pretty miraculous. If you could give us maybe a brief synopsis of what happened to you and how you came out on the other end, Hal.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I think that a good way to frame it is I've had two rock bottoms in my life. And and when I say rock bottom, it's something we've all had a rock bottom, which, in fact, most of us have had quite a few of them. It's that time in your life, those times when you hit a point where it's more difficult than it's ever been before, right? The adversity you're facing uh, really tests you. And the first time I was 20 years old, I was uh, one of the top salespeople for my company, and I gave a speech one night at a conference driving home from that speech, Uh, my my little Ford Mustang that I had just bought, it was like my my dream car at age 20, I just bought it a few weeks Mm -hmm. prior, Uh, I was hit head-on by a drunk driver at 80 miles an hour, head-on on on the freeway, and my car was then sent into oncoming traffic, another car crashed into my door, my driver's side door, and crushed the left side of my body, I broke 11 bones, Uh, I died for 6 minutes, I was actually clinically dead, uh On the side of the freeway for six minutes and in a coma for six days, and doctors said I would never walk again and um keep a long story short, I just decided I wasn't going to let doctors dictate what I did, and uh I kind of put my faith in what you know the the miracle that it was possible, if I put all my energy into what I wanted, not what I was afraid of, and three weeks later, I took my first step. Four weeks after that, I went home from the hospital, and I went back uh, back to work and, and, and went on to become a Hall of Fame sales rep. Well, fast forward eight years, I had just hit the Hall of Fame in my company, um, I had started my dream business as a coach as a speaker, as an author, uh, and written my first book. And it was 2008. I'm sure that everybody listening can remember this time. But almost overnight, I lost over half of my income, couldn't pay my bills, went into a deep depression, stopped exercising, uh, lost my house. Lost, I mean, just really, really hit my lowest point in my life where physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, I was at, at my my real rock bottom.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was... Um... 2008. No, that wasn't when every the economy started to go down. Was that during that time, or was yeah. that? Yeah, that okay, was exactly. Yeah. It.
0: The economy started yeah. to crash, and yeah, everything in my life kind of started to crash with it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I jumped out into a business in 2011, and I think it was still going on because <laughs> I had a a tough time as well. Um, Hal, yeah. how did you how did you get started with the the Miracle Morning?
0: So, you know, it was never going to be a book. It was never going to be anything that I shared. It was it was really my own desperate kind of attempt or, or strategy if you will to turn my take my life to the next level. And um what happened was to to uh, again, to keep another long story short, I'm I'm a speaker, Darren, so if you let me out, I'll 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 turn a <laughs> I'll turn a story into a 30-minute keynote, you know. Yeah. Um but so so a series of conversations led to me going on a run uh, when I was at this low point. I was depressed, and a friend of mine said, Hal, you've got to get out the front door and exercise every day, or you're not going to get any better. So I went on a run, and uh, on the run I heard a quote from Jim Rohn that turned – it became the catalyst that turned my life around, and I really credit this quote from you know, kind of giving birth to the, the miracle morning. And the quote from Jim Rohn is he said, your level of success will seldom exceed your level of personal development because success is something you attract by the person you become. And I'll say that again because I really want it to resonate with everybody the way it resonated with me that day. He said, your level of success will seldom exceed your level of personal development because success is something you attract by the person you become. And in that moment, I realized I'm not dedicating time every day to my personal development, at least not in a really significant way, where I can quickly become the person that I need to be to take every area of my life to the level that I want it to be at. And I, I, I so what I did, I decided I needed to create the most extraordinary personal development ritual uh, or routine known to man, or, or at least known to me at that time. And I spent some time doing some research, and I basically came up with what what. Were the six most proven timeless personal development practices that some of the world 's most successful people swore by, so not like trying to find the newest cutting edge. I just went back to the basics. I thought, what are the things that people have been doing for decades or centuries that have, that that the most successful people in the world do every day that the rest of the you know the population doesn 't do, and that 's where the miracle morning was born. I decided I was going to wake up the next morning, do all six of these practices. And I did, and by 6 a.m. the next morning, I felt – keep in mind, this this time in my life, I was depressed. I was out of shape. I was in debt, $52,000 in credit card debt. I was at my lowest point. But the next morning after I went through this ritual, I felt unstoppable. And in that moment, I realized this could be the one thing that changes everything for me. And two months later, I have almost tripled my income. I, I had almost tripled my income, and, and not by—I didn't change careers or get a new job or anything, or even start a new income stream. I just simply, through the clarity and the confidence and the strategy I developed in the morning from my 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 more, you know, what was eventually my miracle morning. Um, mm-hmm. I was able to scale my business. I went from being in the worst shape of my life physically to training for a 52-mile ultra marathon. I had never run more than a mile, which was only in PE class. Well, I ran 52 miles in one day. And last but not least, my, my my depression, the emotional state that I was in, it didn't take too much for that to turn around. That was That was changed that morning. And because my life in so many areas transformed so quickly – I started calling it my miracle morning because it felt like a miracle, but it was never going to be a book, and that's where it was born. And you know, now it's practiced by over a hundred thousand people around the world every single day.
1: Yeah, you. Um, I just mentioned before the, sh- the show came on and, and you came on that um, you kind of catapulted me into uh getting up at five o'clock in the morning and doing meditation and doing visualization visualization was something that i wasn't personally using and then after reading your book i just started more visual visualization into right after the meditation and that's kind of helped me a whole whole lot as far as being able to move uh forward um you have six areas in the book but what's your what's your favorite area or is it affirmations is it visualizations what's your favorite area yeah, my favorite is
0: affirmations if I had to pick one, um, mm-hmm. you know, but but I mean, I could argue probably for each of them, you know, why e- any one of them might be the most important. Um, exercise, obviously, first thing in the morning, you know, is proven to get your heart rate up and get the blood flowing and the oxygen to your brain and you think better, you, you, you have more discipline, you have more energy throughout the day, on and on and on. But for me personally, written affirmations that articulate what I want, why I want it, what could hold me back from achieving it and what I must do to achieve it. Uh, that is my favorite part of the miracle morning. And I think, I think it's because I figured out how to write affirmations in a way where they actually created results, where most, I think the problem is most people have tried affirmations and kind of given up on them because the way that they've been taught for, you know, for, I mean, for as long as, and they're still taught, uh, for as long as I can remember, um, they're taught in a way that really isn't, isn't very effective.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Big question here. And this is for people out there who are listening. And I know I've always kind of been a morning person. But there are people out there who are not morning people. How do you get yourself motivated to actually get up in the morning? How did you start doing this?
0: Well, you know, the, I mean, the first, So here's the thing. I, I think you just asked arguably the most important question you can ask because the majority of our society uh, do not consider themselves morning people, and that was my biggest fear when I was writing the book. Is how am I going to, you know, how am I going to get people to beat the snooze button? And there's a chapter in the book. The entire chapter is dedicated to how to beat the snooze button, and I think that I just, I, 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 I luckily I nailed that chapter because. If it wasn't for that chapter people would you know, maybe read the book and maybe be sold on, you know, trying it out, but they'd probably fall back into the old pattern. And so this strategy it's called the 5-step snooze-proof wake-up strategy and it teaches you how if you've never been a morning person and you don't believe you are one or could be one, how to become one um very I mean almost overnight. And so I think that is, you know, that's been the biggest key to to the book uh, and, the, and the Miracle Morning it, itself as a practice uh, making such an impact that it has.
1: Yeah. One of your quotes in your book, I've seen this quote before, and it's always stuck with me. And I wanted you to kind of talk about and expand, and, expand on it a little bit. But it says, uh-huh. our, our our outer world will always be a reflection of our inner world. How did, how did that relate to you when you went through everything that, that you did? How did that transform your life? That, that, yeah, that's
0: that's that, that's a quote that I, I first uh, heard from T. Harvecker in his book Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Yeah, and that um, y- you know it's it's here here's here's one way to put it. Most people are focused on achieving more by doing more. Like that is their strategy. They think to achieve more, I have to do more, and that. Prevents a lot of people from achieving more because they, they, you know, they feel like they don't have the discipline or the energy or, or maybe the time. Right? I don't have time to do more. I'm already maxed out. So what I found is that when you focus not just on doing more, but you focus on becoming more, then you can actually achieve more by doing less. So when you become more, and I say when I say become more, I mean become more knowledgeable, become more confident, become more skilled, become more discipline right you develop and that's what the miracle morning in essence the miracle morning at its at its at, when you strip away waking up early it's not waking up early it's waking up better but its essence is dedicating time each day to developing yourself into the person that you need to be that's capable of easily achieving everything you want for your life faster than you ever thought possible. That's, that's the essence, is just becoming the person that you need to be. And the last thing I'll share on that, Darren, to help people hmm. really quantify this, if you think about it, right, I'll, I'll ask you a question that's kind of an obvious answer, but feel free to answer it. If we're measuring success in any area of life, personally or professionally, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being, you know, ultra successful, Darren, what level of success do we want in every area of our lives? A 10. A 10, right? Nobody's yeah. like, yeah, you know, I'm okay with like a level 6 happiness. I don't want to be too happy, you know. right? I don't want too much money. No, we want level 10 in every area. And here's what I realized when I heard that Jim Rohn quote is, if we're not developing ourselves to be a level 10 person – then level 10 success will always elude us. It will always be a struggle. We'll always feel like it's out of reach and we're chasing it. But when we focus not on doing more to get to level 10, but on becoming more, becoming a level 10 person, then you find that level 10 success meets you head on. The relationships that you need start to – I mean, everything. It's who you become that impacts your results, far more than anything that you could ever
1: do. Yeah. Um, Let me ask you a question because I know the answer for me since I've been doing this and getting up in the morning. I think even on the weekends, I may not get up at 5, I probably get up at like 7 or so, and I tend to come in in my office and just do a little thinking and do some other things that I do and and meditate. But I found that I've been extremely happy, like more happy than I've ever been. Did you find that that was the same thing with you when you started this practice?
0: Absolutely, well, and that's what I mean where you know I was like when I say I was depressed, I mean I was literally borderline suicidal when this you know when when this when I decided to try the miracle morning to where I woke up every day and I didn't want to get out of bed because my life was just so challenging, I didn't want to get out of bed, and so um, my depression was gone that morning. Or, you know, I mean, I, maybe I won't say it was gone, but it was, you know, on a scale of 1 to 10, it had probably been like an 8 or a 9 up until that point. And at 6 a.m. the next morning, my first miracle morning, because of the way I felt, that's the whole inner world versus outer world. My outer world was still a mess. I was still $53,000 in credit card debt. I was still, you know, only months away from losing my house back to the bank which I lost. I was in the worst shape of my life where when I looked in the mirror I was you know, I was out of shape. I was it was just flabby. I was you know, I hadn't exercised in six months. So my outer world was still a mess. But my inner world that morning at six AM, I felt unstoppable, like I said earlier. And that includes feeling happy. I was like, wow, I feel good because when you feel optimistic and when you feel hopeful and when you feel like you have clarity, happiness kind of that's just the natural state of being but it's when you don't have clarity and you don't feel confident and you don't you don't you're you're not optimistic you don't know how you're going to take your life to the next level that's when it's very difficult to be happy and and instead of being happy as your normal state of being being stressed or being fearful becomes your normal state
1: yeah um other question is, how do you hold yourself accountable? I know how I do it. Um, I pretty much have to set my alarm. But now I'm getting to the point where uh, I wake myself up on my own. I'm waking up at 4.45 in the morning on my own. I don't really need the alarm clock uh, anymore. And it's just because... I know when I get up and I meditate and I come in my office and, and think and, and do all the things that I, I do. I do a little EFT. I don't know if you're familiar with that. but uh, I am, um, but
0: I don't do it. Yeah, but I am familiar. Okay, yeah.
1: So that's part of my routine that I, I've developed. And I know that I feel so much better, and that's how I hold myself accountable. I say you, I, I'm going to feel better. But how do you hold yourself accountable? And I know you work with other people as well. How do they hold themselves accountable to actually getting up in the morning and practicing this? the miracle morning
0: yeah so at the end of the book there so there's a 30-day challenge and there's you can there's a downloadable kit so there's it's like everything you need to work through your goals and what you want and why you want it and and then you've got a 30-day tracker and all of that well what happens is we i created uh a the miracle morning community on facebook it's a facebook group and by the way darren are you in there
1: uh, I don't think so. I'll have to look look it up. Um, but I don't. You, you've I don't got think to, so.
0: Yeah. Request to join. It will blow your mind. Like I I've I'm, I'm part of a various entrepreneur groups and this and that. I've never seen an online community that is as engaged as the Miracle Morning community. Um, and so people will go in there and they'll say, Hey, today's the first day of my 30 day challenge. I will check in here every day. And those people that you know they're brand new. They they don't know anyone in the group. And by the end of the day, I've seen people have 70 comments on their post congratulating them, offering support, welcoming them, etc., so one of my favorite forms of accountability is public declarations where you make a public declaration to a group of people, right, and then you and then you you hold yourself accountable to that group. And when you have people that are doing the same things and they're there to support you, it makes it that much easier. I also, I personally, I have coaches. I invest a lot of money in coaches, mastermind groups. You know, I'm a big believer in the importance of accountability. So I don't just rely on one source for it. I try to get it in as many sources as I can, but I would encourage everybody listening, even before you you know you get the Miracle Morning book, you can come join the Miracle Morning community on Facebook, and uh, and you'll start you know you'll start to get support from everybody and, and that sort of thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, and last question is, I know that we we've got a, a short time here together, but. Um, I wanted you to talk about something that kind of hit home with me uh, when I was reading the book, and you mentioned it in there uh, as far as the rear view mirror syndrome and how that keeps you from actually uh, realizing your goal. And I remember when I was reading the book, I always thought that, oh, you know what? I've always slept in late. You know, it's it's easy for me to, to sleep in at eight o'clock, 8 o'clock or whatever or wake up you know, 30 minutes before it's time to go to work or or, or whatever it is. And I began to change those beliefs that, hey, I know I can wake up. It it meant me going to bed earlier, which is better for me anyway. But um, I know how people tend to get caught up in things that they did in the past. And can you talk a little bit about the the rearview mirror syndrome?
0: Yeah, so there's kind of a quote that goes along with the rearview mirror syndrome concept. And it's that where you are in your life right now is a result of who you were, not who you are. Because where you go depends entirely on who you choose to be from this moment forward, and we all suffer from rear view mirror syndrome, myself included, which is where every every day, every moment, every choice, every opportunity that we're faced with, we have this rear view mirror in our subconscious mind where we tend to check the rear view mirror, and we don't even do it consciously it's often done you know without us even being aware that we're doing it, but we check the rear view mirror and we think how have I, who have I been?" in this type of situation before? How have I shown up? What have I done or not done? And then we, that's why we tend to stay stuck. We tend to just keep doing the same things over and over and over again. And a great example is when the alarm clock goes off in the morning, your rearview mirror checks, it goes, what do I usually do? Oh, I usually hit the snooze button, right? I usually resist the act of waking up. And if you think about that, by the way, the, 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 the act of waking up, when the alarm clock goes off in the morning, Darren, that's life's first opportunity, right? It's life's first gift to us. And if if you think about the fact that hitting the snooze button, you're literally sending a message to your subconscious and out to the universe that says, I'd rather lie here unconscious than to wake up and do something extraordinary, become something extraordinary, right? Like we all claim to want this extraordinary life, but that yet we have, we waste the most valuable time, which is that first part of the day and how we start their, our day that sets the tone and the context for the rest of the day. So I, I don't know where I was going with that, but did I answer your question? If not, I, <laughs> you can ask yeah. me and I'll wrap it up. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you did, you did. Um, as far as the book, uh, give us your, your favorite chapters on the book. And the book is an easy read. I read it, I believe, in, a, in about a day and a half and probably could have read it in a day. But um, what's your favorite chapters in the book and why?
0: My favorite chapter in the book is the um, – uh, 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 it's called the 95% Reality Check. And it's based on the premise that the – you know give or take, 95% of our society – does not fulfill their potential, right? They don't even come close. And they don't create the life that they really want. They just kind of settle for, a, you know, something that's less than they want. And it's it's based on the idea that if you think that you can just go through life um, and continue to do everything you've always done or, or or things that your friends and family do and think that life's going to somehow turn out great, right, the reality check is that if you don't think and live differently than 95% of our society – who are, you know, struggling, you will end up like 95% of our society. And if you think about what it means to be average in our society, the word average is literally like a synonym for struggle. Right, the average person is struggling physically, or mentally, or emotionally, or financially, or relationally. Right, look at the depression, med- you know, the amount of depression medication that is doled out every day more than ever before. Look at the divorce rate. Look at the obesity epidemic. Right, you look at all these things, and the uh, uh, financially, people are struggling. And the reality check is that if you don't start. Thinking and living differently, you'll end up struggling like everybody else, and that's what the Miracle Morning is—is is it's ensuring that you start every single day at a level ten, so that you can become a level ten person and create a level ten life. Yeah,
1: yeah. What time do you wake up, Hal?
0: Now, this freaks people out, but I mean, I wake up at three thirty a.m. seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just because I you know, I'm a little different than most. I mean you don't have to wake up at three thirty in the morning. Very few people do that, you know, for their miracle morning. But uh it's really the miracle morning's not waking up, you know, super early, it's just waking up way better. You know, it's waking up thirty minutes before, uh, because again, it's about starting your day by not sending that message to your subconscious that says, uh, you know, I, I'm waking up because I have to wake up. It's it I call that a mediocre morning. Right, it's starting the mm-hmm. day and waking up because you you you're committed to becoming the person that you need to be that can create the most extraordinary life that you can imagine.
1: Yeah, are you in bed pretty early as well?
0: Yeah, I go to bed at nine thirty a.m. Uh, yeah. For me, I go to bed at nine thirty uh, to wake up. You know, so I get six hours of sleep.
1: Yeah, I'm about the same. I go at nine and nine nine thirty is my latest, and I I get up at five. Um, any. Any other tips for us before um, I let you go, as regards to the, the Miracle Morning? You mentioned the uh, the Facebook uh, the Facebook uh, forum. Well, is that? Do you know the URL for that, or just you can just do Facebook.com? Yeah, a, yeah
0: URL. If you go to no, actually, I do have a short URL. It's mytmmcommunity.com. dot com. So my my and then tmm like the Miracle Morning and then community mytmmcommunity.com, dot com, and that'll take you to the Facebook group
1: okay great, and what I know you have a website, can you tell the audience what your website is as well and if they yeah, want my to get personal it personal
0: website if you want to you know check out you know speaking or anything uh, it's hal Elrod, just my name h a l e l r o d and then if anybody listening is like if you're on the fence about you know buying the book you're not ready or or if if money's tight you know i've I've been there before where money's so tight you're like i just can't spend any extra money um you, anybody listening uh derek derek can go to uh MiracleMorning.com. If you go to MiracleMorning.com, that will give people the first couple chapters of the book for free. They'll get a free um, audio training and a 60 minute video, or I'm sorry, audio training and a video training, um, all totally free at MiracleMorning.com. And then, of course, the book is on Amazon.
1: Yeah, I think on Amazon as well. If you subscribe to Kindle Unlimited, I'm a Kindle Unlimited subscriber, so I was given, I think I got the book for free. Nice. There you go. Yeah, I I, I love Kindle Unlimited. Yeah, yeah. So um, if you're a voracious reader like I am, you can get it off, uh, pay nine ninety nine dollars 99 for Kindle Unlimited and read as many books as you want to. But Hal Elrod, hey, thank you for your time, man. I really enjoyed your book, and your book has changed my life. And I'm hoping that other people out there that are listening now will start to wake up early in the morning and realize that it can be a really, really great thing for productivity throughout the day, especially if they can incorporate everything that you go through in the book. So thanks again for being on Perfectly Healthy and Tone Radio.
0: Thank you, Darren. I appreciate you, man. And everybody that listened, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got some value today, and I look forward to connecting with you soon. All
1: right. Thanks, Hal. Have a good day, man. Good evening. You too. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Good show. Sorry for the dead air there, but good show. Uh, next week, we'll be on with Denise Manger. Denise has a very interesting book called Death by Food Pyramid. I believe that shows next Wednesday. It'll be at our normally scheduled time at 8 o'clock p.m. Really good show. There's a lot of misconceptions that are out there that people have no idea about when it comes to how we started believing in different things. And Denise is one of those people who uncovers a lot of things when it comes to that. And I think she kind of destroyed um, the vegetarian T. Colin Campbell did. Uh, I forget the name of the book, but he did some stuff on vegetarianism and she kind of uh, picked some holes in that and show where there were some discrepancies in that. I can't remember right off the top of my head uh, exactly what the name. Of, I think it was called the China study is what it, it was, what it was called. And it was written by a a name a a gentleman named t colin campbell and she was one of the people who kind of picked that study apart and and and, uh about vegetarianism and we'll get into that when we when i talk with her on the show uh, next wednesday but again the the book is death by food pyramid and all these books again that um uh, people who are interviewing the show they're on amazon if you are uh kindle unlimited i think it's 9.99 per month some of these books you can just download for free some of them you can't but uh there's a great majority of nutrition and health books out there that you can just get for free uh if you are you know want to read and and study more about nutrition and that's one of a big big tip on really uh getting more value for your money because i believe if you go to a lot of these places um And get the books that downloaded for Kindle. Some of them cost $9.99, $14.99 or up. But, again, a large variety of them are located in Kindle Unlimited. Josh is paying $9.99 a month. You can read them for um, as long as you want, and you can keep them as well. So uh, good show today, very, very short show, but I couldn't get to how for that long. If you're out there and you're listening, thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Same fat time, same fat channel. Peace and love. Have a good evening.